0: Hello and welcome to episode one of the Electric Bob Dangerous podcast. If you've found this and stumbled into it, please be aware that this is really only the testbed for another project and it's just a tryout to get into the field of podcasting. Be that as it may, it's an interesting conversation that was held between myself, Brian Bates and Andy Kidd on the subject of women's self-defense as it relates to martial arts training. So if you want to carry on past this point, then by all means do and enjoy. I would also point out that there may be some strong language in the conversation that follows and it wasn't recorded under studio conditions, so there will be background noises and things going on. It just is what it is as far as this is concerned. When you start talking about women's self-defence and training women in karate for self-protection purposes rather than teaching them a martial art? Yes. Yeah? And (laughs) most of the women who come to me for these classes are not people interested in doing a martial art. They're coming along because either they've had some experience that they want to get over or don't (coughs) want to come into again, and you don't spend long enough with them to build that relationship to know what they should and shouldn't know and what you should be discussing. Quite hard. Or they're people who think they want to learn a bit of self-defense, but have no understanding of what they're defending against. And if you introduce them from that, straight into the reality of it from there, nobody's ever coming back, nobody's ever going to listen to what you say again. Because people, don't, people want reassurance. They for those don't sessions. They don't want realism. Um, and, like I said, it's taking one for the team. The things that go on in my head typically are not for public consumption, but if you don't consider those things, and yeah. look at the world that way, how can you possibly teach other people what they need to know? Well, I mean, that's another tangent,
1: isn't it? Martial arts versus self-protection. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I generally say that I'm teaching karate with mm. um, the self-protection slot. We don't do sport, we yeah. do yeah. self-protection well. Yeah. Self protection, I teach what I teach now on the first course is 90% um, non physical. It's information. I could yeah. do 100% non physical, yeah. but the reason you, you have to do physical people go away and go, over, or, or, I don't understand. So yeah. give them a few little tools, but mostly it's information and yeah, then yeah. just thinking about the world. It's a massive subject, isn't it? Really it's huge, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And the majority of people focus on, let's go hit some shit. Hit some shit, Because it's <laughs> fun, to be yeah, just, yes, that,
0: that yes. is why a martial arts class is not a self-defence class, right. irrespective of what everybody's marketing says. And that's the problem. It's why? not self-defence, it's not self-protection. It may be certain aspects of the physical side of self-defence, but very little of it is. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's solved that way, and people think, if I want to learn to protect myself, I go to a martial arts class. That's the thing, yeah. they feel the same. Yeah. yeah,
1: so yeah, we've been talking just karate, you know, people say, if you want to a fight a defence, I've got to be more tight, because I think it's a bit more
0: roughy-toughy, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. you know, it's a consensual... It's consensual, right? there's, there's a lot of tools in it, Yeah, yeah. 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 Of it is. Yeah. But, and again, this is where the contentious bit comes in, is when you're talking particularly about women's self-defence and women in martial arts, women can come to martial arts class, and trade on an equal level with the men, obviously there are trade-offs to be made and control of that. You can teach women martial arts, but the self-protection self-defence that we typically teach in a martial arts class is geared at fighting. It's very male-orientated. Mm-hmm. Most of the stuff we teach is from big, oh, this is how a fight happens. Yeah. We're coming with the haymaker, or somebody does this, or they've grabbed you, they're going to headbutt you, they're going to do... These aren't the scenarios, typically, that women are looking to fight, to face. And we're teaching people how to survive the initial contact, how to get back into the fight, how to finish the fight. Women typically aren't involved in those fights. But this is what we teach them as self-defense, as the self-defense portion of the martial arts class. We're treating them as smaller men and mm-hmm. teaching them to fight mm-hmm. like, like men against men. See, that's why I think I am better than those. Okay. And, uh, we teach. You now have to justify <laughs> <laughs> just
1: that. I will justify that. Good. Uh, so, I mean, for instance, we have Carol, who is a mid-sixties lady who is very small. Mm-hmm. Don't teach all the same stuff, we teach everyone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, physically, she's, we mean, fair play to everything. We do floor work, so we get to do floor work, because she's going up on the floor, probably, at mm-hmm. some point. Or yeah get people come to club and it's like, oh, you'll do the floor, and go, you've got any mats, around? I are like, oh we you got any fucking mats. She'll just get on the floor and fucking do it. Her only issue is get up from the floor standing. stand Yeah, I, I'm familiar <laughs> with that concept. But we'll get on the floor. She'll rest <laughs> on the fucking floor. And, and she's got like, most of her stuff is geared towards fucking escape, escape, escape. Yeah. One hit, she, and have got things yeah. like, if you get into the grapple, you either do this or this, you've got two options. Those are what you do. Yeah. She gets taught all the martial arts shit as well. Mm-hmm. But generally, when we're doing part work, don't worry about doing that like that, you want to do it like this, and we tailor it a bit more. Mm. Um, when we do mini scenario things, we try it and make sure women are attacked in more feminine ways. <laughs> no, boys <laughs> are well, not white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. A, We did a great one, so this girl came in, and it's brilliant. She was I don't know, 14, 15 at the time, and it's her and her sister, and they were scared of. Contact. Mm-hmm. And the first sparring session we ever did was like the oh, club, you hit us as we move around. And every time, boom, oh, oh god, I'm sorry. am oh, sorry. And they would apologise for hitting us. Mm-hmm. She's off to university, the last thing we did with the, the suits and that, you have to walk through the the, the mats to create a corner or something And I grabbed my arms going alright oh, down you're fucking so I that like a pissed guy just giving her too much hassle, and oh, fucking come with me. She just fucking leveled me with headlight me like you know, fucking hit the
0: floor, she just fucked off. Hmm. I was so proud. Yeah. It was just... Uh, but, I mean... It, but yeah, it, it requires... Really yeah, it requires specific thought. And
1: my club is enough
0: that I can do it. Yeah. I think that's the thing. If you've got a massive, massive club, you can't do it. No, it... it well, again, it's, it's still down to mindset. See, so for Brian's club, for instance, if you go up there on a typical night, you look there, it's a very rare circumstance that it's an adult club and you've probably got 55-45% yeah. between adult females yeah. and adult males. It's, yeah. it's a really good split and it's a really good proportion of each. But what started me thinking about this is looking at seminar photos, looking at our seminar photos mm-hmm. and other people. And when you're going to bunkai seminars, which is applied karate, real-world self-defence for martial arts, you look at anybody's photographs and I would say the ratio of women to men is about 1 in 20. If you're lucky. We should do some comparison between that and
1: normal normal seminars, three K
0: seminars. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I suspect you'll get a lot more women at three K seminars I think because they are learning a martial art. Although they're probably still being told that they self-collection. Like, yeah, because they're learning yeah. to punch and kick and, and yeah, yeah, rubbish up this stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was an interesting one that came up in a conversation on a group I ran, and I won't put any names for these things, but it, it's We got involved in discussing consent in training. Yeah, And I was talking about consent with one of the ladies who one of your students in as much as having to understand where appropriate contact was, what level people were comfortable with, what else was going on. But one of the other women who trains elsewhere who spent many years training in classical 3K karate, competed a lot, done sport, her understanding of what we were talking about was very apparent from her conversation, saying, well, it's just about having to agree with the men how hard you go. And sometimes I, I get disappointed training with women because they won't hit you hard enough. So she was thinking of consent as just, well, if I'm going against a man, how hard is he going to go? How much, you know, is he? Yeah. So yeah. It, there wasn't even any understanding of, yeah. of what advice, the it? topic was. Yeah, it's yeah, quite scary. Uh, And this is the difference between learning a martial art and thinking you're learning to defend yourself and learning proper self-defense, self-protection, whatever you want to call it, and the things that are involved in that, how uncomfortable (coughs) you have to get with things, what things you really need to reconcile yourself to in order to do it. Yeah. So the understanding is just not there in typical martial arts classes for what female self-defence is. I would agree, entirely. And also, (laughs) this is a sweeping generalisation, typically, in my experience, most of the regular men in martial arts classes, and that may be because I deal in the older market, are too nice to be the guys who are the guys that these women need to defend themselves against. Yes. They don't have the mindset, they don't think about these things, they don't understand these things sufficiently, to be taken seriously as a threat and provide the level of discomfort necessary. Yeah, that's right and you've got to be careful because women who to self-protective class and go to martial arts, some of them have had some trauma Yeah, and you can trigger that might way work. too easily. Yes.
1: So we had one at a seminar and we were doing uh, something on the floor and she was like, well, I can't do that. And, and you're like, yeah, that's fine. Not really mm-hmm. She was doing it with her son, I think, was there. And I was talking for a bit and didn't ask her what happened or anything like that, obviously. but Because I was only there for a day. But by the end of it, she actually let me do it with her because mm-hmm. she was comfortable enough. And I thought, fuck her, that's a big step, yeah, 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 yeah. You mm-hmm. could tell. And I was thinking, okay. But she's perfectly happy with all the other 3 case stuff that they've been doing, so like seven or eight strokes, all that stuff. She was totally fine mm-hmm. But as soon as it got anywhere near reality, but, you, know, you can see looks, I don't know, can like, mm-hmm. And
0: that shows the different mindset. Yeah. Totally different. completely different thing. And, uh, see, I can never quite get my head around this side of it is that I seem to get a lot more trust out of people than is warranted. Things that they're not comfortable. Things, nice you know, like, <laughs> things that they're not comfortable to do with other people, they're comfortable to do with me despite the fact that I am probably more attuned to all the really unpleasant stuff that I would do than all these nice guys. But I think the level of discomfort transfers. If you are comfortable and confident and you know where the lines are drawn in your own mind and you have that understanding uh, and you convey that in what you do, then people will allow you to go further. But one of the things I've pointed out on this group and it's, I still feel true, having dealt with some people who've been on that side of it, is that all the things I say and all the things I do that give you that level of confidence to train with me and do these things are all exactly the same things that would be said and done by somebody who is grooming you with ill intent. Yep. So there is absolutely no way to distinguish one from the other. Just on that field because the trouble is, with, they're still comfortable with Bob yeah. They are still comfortable with me. <laughs> Bob's great isn't <laughs> uh, But yeah, this is the, this is where <laughs> the problem is: is that you yeah. cannot apply a set of rules saying, well, if somebody, mm. you know, you get comfortable with somebody, build a relationship with somebody to do these things, and you'll let because there's are exactly the same things yeah. that somebody with ill intent will do, and they are better at being insincere than I am, and that is quite a high bar. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, and it's. It's quite worrying, really. To look
1: at Karate, Karate. I mean, and I think I don't know who first said this to me. But karate is an area where it's very easy for someone who's literally a bit of a fucking nothing, with shit. Doesn't have to be actually particularly athletic, and could be, you know, no real leadership skills or anything to get into a position of power mm-hmm. where people literally almost worship you. Yeah. yeah, It's the perfect criminal scenario.
0: It well. Is. But religion, boy scouts, all those things. Any of those, yeah. and that's why you see it happening. So that's why it's so much to on so it, it's so much, it's so much it is itself, isn't it? it, it is it's the really. way people follow yeah. Well, yeah. to be so so fair, it to yeah. you know, I know it, it's a contentious thing, but I don't see the difference between traditional martial arts and religion in as much as the majority of people follow it, follow everything that you say and do on blind faith. There was no evidence, so there was no proof, there was no yeah. questioning. It's all dumb and blind faith. So to all intents and purposes, it is a religious... Belief. Well, it comes back to yeah. the
1: discussion we are yeah. Yeah.
0: Fucking think for yourself a bit. But again, talking about knobheads in, in <laughs> karate instruction, and there are many and varied reasons varied. for that. But one of the scariest things I ever heard said, when I was trying to push it through somewhere, was somebody said to me, yeah, but some of our instructors may not want to be CRB checked. And you think... The fact, wrong fact wrong that wrong you wrong. can yeah. fucking say that out loud yeah. seriously and think that is a reasonable excuse for not having instructors checked because some of them may not want to be. Well, the fact that CRB checks a little, well, anyway. Well, all it is and is a piece of paper that says, you haven't been caught yet. Yeah, exactly. And it's only valid to the
1: day that you haven't been caught. on, Which is quite... And say they may not want to, you're like,
0: fucking hell, that's mad. Well, it shows a mental attitude that is just beyond it's the, thing. the yeah. pile, You know? Wow.